0: This is the Watch Post Podcast, which you'll find at watchpost.org. Well, good morning and welcome back to the Watch Post podcast. My name is Mel Black. We are talking today, uh, carrying on um, in a little mini series we're doing on loving our neighbor. Um, If you missed yesterday's podcast, I would strongly encourage you to listen to it um, because it it is really the foundation of everything we're gonna talk about in the rest of the series, uh, but up to you. So today I wanna talk about the golden rule. It says in Matthew 7, verse 12, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. I want to talk about two things today where firstly, this is what uh, we are meant to see is, is at the heart of what we were talking about yesterday, where it's realizing that what you want, what you would want, um, for yourself, for your own soul is what other people want. They want good. They want their own welfare, um, and this is often where we, we are so broken and disconnect. You know, think about how so many people in other countries, maybe third world countries, are going through some of the most terrorizing things happening to them, where there, there's, there's civil war and conflict and people, you know, and times before being made into child soldiers, these things going on. And we're so disconnected because something in our brain disconnects and says that it's, it's not the same as if it happened to us. And I know that people don't want to admit this, but this is often what goes on in the heart and the mind. I mean, we need to talk about this plainly um, instead of trying to deny that this is what goes on. Um, This, again, is is the heart of racism. We think racism begins at, you know, judging a person by their skin. No, it goes deeper than this. It's judging a person as not needing the same things as you, as not being the same as you, not having the same desires, not having the same dignity. Dignity—that's where it begins, Um, and this spreads far beyond the color of skin. It it spreads um, into classism, it spreads into sexism, ageism. Um, You know the ways that we, who are in first-world countries, look at third-world countries. That is the heart where you don't think they're the same as you. And this has been so hard for so many people to understand. This is where things have gone so wrong, um, even within the last, you know, 200 years of history where you know people are going into these countries that have such different cultures or they're not uh, as people say civilized they're not educated or these types of things and they're very different from them and because of that difference they say that they're not the same they're not as human as other people and that's what it is thinking that others are not as human as you are and this is where so many missions even went wrong where they focused upon trying to civilize and and change people's clothing rather than realizing that, that their culture itself, where it wasn't sinful, was an offense and it didn't need to be changed. Um, but I'm digressing a little bit. That is the heart. It's the heart of not seeing that people are the same. And I think this is so often what um, I think a lot of people think that they are respecting um, be, and because uh, a lot of times. Sometimes, you know, other people are not respecting this. They think that they are, but they go too extreme. They say that, um, that nothing can now be called sin, that nothing can now be called wrong. Um, and this is not true where we are meant to, um, understand people's uniqueness and differences and accept these at the same time. This never means, um, that there isn't still one truth, that there isn't still the, the word of God telling us what is sin and telling us what is not sin. Um, but we often call sin what is not sin, and we often fail to call sin what is sin. So example, again, is you know going into any sort of different culture bringing the gospel. There is so much about that culture that doesn't need to be changed. But something like idol worship, that needs to be changed, or anything that's related to that, that needs to be done away with. But the world today so often sees those things as beautiful. It sees those things as a part of the culture, um, and therefore it's wrong um, to resist those things. No, it's not wrong. That is sin, and sin itself is always to be done away with. Um, But you shouldn't try to remove the entirety of a person's culture, um, identity, differences from you, um, and that's where things go wrong. So within the golden rule, we're meant to see... um, that, that equality, that, that sameness, that, you know, it, you know, we understand it. Like if you were in that person's shoes, how would you want to be treated? Um, and that's, and that's very much what it is, but it's also, um, realizing that people are all the same as you. Now, the second part I want to talk about is how we so often think we're, you know, obeying the golden rule, but the golden rule actually reveals something, um, pretty, uh, incredible today which is where we reveal how we think we should be treated and how we're actually contrary to God in this. What I mean is that we often uh, will try to do unto others uh, what we think is good and is right, and it is often sinful and wrong to act this way. So for example, um, it's very common in our culture to think that um, we're just gonna go and be these moral people without God. And so we run around and we we encourage people um, and we 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 encourage them in what we think is important and we reveal from this how what we value um is is wealth, how we value um flattery and pride and selfishness and wanting that permission to live a self-indulgent life and encouraging each other in it. That we reveal ourselves. So something important for us to understand in the golden rule is, again, that it has to be applied biblically. It has to be applied underneath God. Um, And this is what we always need to understand within loving our neighbor. You will only ever love your neighbor uh, rightly and, and truly if it is underneath loving God with all your soul, heart, mind and strength. This is so important to say because today we try and sever these two things and we try to elevate loving our neighbor as ourselves um, above loving God and in, in, in separate from loving god with our whole heart this is what the world is so full of today and it's so foolish and it's um, has no concept of what is true and what we need to see at the root of this is ultimately a worship of man um a worship of man's uh being treated correctly and we despise god and throw him behind our backs What we should see here is so often man's attempts to love his neighbor and do good to others is is saying basically that, when man is treated wrongly, oh, that's a sin. But when God is treated wrongly, that's nothing. No, it's it's so corrupt. We fail to understand that sin is so firstly and primarily um, where we sin against God. And from this flows down all of our sin against each other. And so in all of our attempts to right this, this wrong and how we treat man, and all of our attempts to work for this equality of acknowledging Um, what is true about all people, we need first to acknowledge God always, because God will actually direct us in these things rightly. If we are faithful to God, if we are faithful to understand from his word how these things are and and what God reveals in his word about justice, um, while also showing where we should contend against sin, this is the only time we will actually love our neighbors equally correctly editing mail here, uh, a passage in which you can see how all sin, Flows down um, from our sin originally against God is in Romans 1, specifically Romans 1, 18 through 32. We do not have time to read the whole passage, um, but if you start in verse 21, it says, For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal men, birds, and animals, and creeping things. Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Skipping down to verse 28. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought, what ought not to be done. Here is a clear example that all sin flows firstly in our sin against God and our refusal to worship and acknowledge God. Because again, if we are faithful to God, we'll see, you know, when we go into a culture, as many missionaries did, that we shouldn't oppose a culture, that we shouldn't tear down that which is just different from us. And we'll see that. But at the same time, we'll also see sin and we'll contend against it. Um, and if we're not faithful to God, we'll we'll fail on either one of these. I um, mean, this is pretty central to what people are failing at today. It's one of these things where they're not allowing the diversity of people are not allowing the differences to exist. Um, and they're just so adamantly opposing these thinking that they're serving God or they're saying, oh, no, diversity is so important that uh, that they're permitting sin. They're permitting things that are opposed to the one true God and opposed to his word um, and saying that this is right because because they've elevated man way above where they should. And so often the golden rule reveals what we actually think is valuable. um, And it actually often reveals our sin where we're trying to be, for example, self-serving. So we encourage others to be self-serving because we want that permission or we want to be flattered. So what do we do? We go out and flatter people. It reveals where our morality actually is um, and where it's actually opposed to God. And it also ultimately deceives people, because even if we're, you know, throwing uh, a new car at a person and, you know, giving them $20,000 checks. Like, this so deceives the world today. This is still far, far away from true love for people. And we give out of our excess because it makes us feel like we're, we're doing this these good things. But this is still giving out of excess. It's still not removing the intense selfishness in our hearts where we are actually living for God and serving people uh, equally as ourselves within that. Um, this is so deceptive today. So many people are blinded by this. um, And they really think that they are loving others and doing good and, you know, rescuing the world from all its wrongs. Um, But really, this stuff is, again, rooted in what's contrary to God. um, But it's also not filled with what people actually need. There's no bread, there's no substance in what they're giving, because it's not directing them to God. Um, And it's, it's ultimately actually a secret desire to serve sin and permit selfishness. Because like we talked about, it's wanting to not have to die to yourself, to not want to have to put off that selfishness that we can actually become so so busy in a false selflessness, trying to save our sin and save the self-indulgence that we actually want. So it's talking about the golden rule, there's a lot for us to consider um, where it reveals our sin, where it reveals our selfishness and shows us what we are ultimately called to um, a right. Regard um, for the things of God, and, and within that, a right regard for the souls of others um, as well as ourselves. So, we will continue on this tomorrow, talking about how we need the law because while we are called to love people, we don't. Um, and so, the law is very needful for uh, mankind in order to keep um, this equality between people in place. Um, and we'll talk about that tomorrow. So, I hope to see you all there. Take care. For more content like this, visit watchpost.org.